0: Every time when I walk through the door to Planet right. Fitness,
1: right. a lunk alert goes off. When you're about to ejaculate, you announce
0: lunk alert. Well, it goes off. I have a big, I have a big <laughs> blue siren light. Sure. Uh huh. Uh
2: huh. That's right polite. It goes it's off,
1: polite to let people know. I think. I think that's what, established. What that you're, is the lunk alarm exactly?
0: It's just when you're too lunky. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, originally it started for people that were lifting weights and they uh-huh. drop you and you drop your weights, oh, which I didn't know. Of all the annoying things people do at the gym, that's like not never bothered right. me at all. That, that's kind uh-huh. of like it.
1: That's like crickets in the forest. It's just a sound of the place you're at. Yeah. Weights being okay. dropped. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah.
0: I mean, the most annoying thing a person can do in the gym is be in the gym <laughs> when I'm in the gym for the most part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or be like anywhere. So it's just like whatever noise. I don't know. I mean, I I think some of it's like over grunting and stuff is a bit of a lunk thing. Like, yeah, right. uh, yeah. Uh, come on!
1: <laughs> I better say you got to yell. <laughs> come on to yourself. You have to self motivate.
0: Come on, Brent. You can
1: do better than that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Prove Dad wrong, Brent.
0: Talk about yourself in the third person. I slap myself in the inner thigh real hard. Wow! Open-handed slap. Yep. Oops. Come on. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's something.
1: I'm glad. I'm glad that you're getting back in shape. Yeah. I mean, uh, no, you know, I am.
0: Me too. Yeah. So, what do you? What I, do you? Uh, what do
2: you I... these days?
0: Oh, fucking. I just actually look around and and I look for the two biggest lunks in the room, <laughs> yeah. and I go plank on top of each other, and then I lift them. That's that's a real lunk
1: triumvirate.
0: That's mm-hmm. that's a lunk That's good. There's a uh, there's a thought that uh, that the ancient pyramids were actually built by lunks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Lunk made. Yep. Yeah. Welcome to the international. That's what we're. No, hold on, hold on. Just okay, okay. before we get started, okay. Today's episode is sponsored by uh, the Lunk Awareness Society, and we're we're trying to bring back lunks in a big way. So, if you're out there and uh-huh. you're feeling abandoned, you're feeling that uh-huh. your lunkness is not uh-huh. appreciated, we here at the International News Service want to say that you are appreciated. And lunks are coming back in a big way. And at the end of this podcast, mm. we're going to have a number for you to call if you are a lunk, and we're going to have a big lunk meetup, and mm-hmm. we're going to bring back lunks in a big way. Because oh, finally, wow. with with Joe Biden, we have our first lunk president. <laughs> yep, sure. Mm. No, I I I agree, Mike. Could
1: you imagine the pain of spending half a decade or more trying to achieve lunk status, only to find oh. that the the winds of society have begun to blow against you, and there's whole businesses exactly. that want to keep you out. I don't think that's yeah. right.
0: I mean, that is pure discrimination mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. allow, allow lunks into planet fitness, or as um, I call it, planet fat ass. <laughs> That's, a, that's that's that joke is actually a big deal in the Lunk community. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, the Lunks really got a kick out of that. Yeah, they, the, I, and we I do know we have a good Lunk fan base. You oh, know, mostly. I mean, at least fifty I mean, percent yeah. Lunk. Yeah, at least.
1: What is the other? The international percent? Lunk is a pretty special Lunk as well. Yeah, they're fifty percent. They're just real cool people. They call them lads over there. Oh, is, that, is it lad? <laughs> Is that what yeah. lad culture is? It's just lunk it's culture, culture. Over here?
0: It's it, it Lad culture is the British version of lunk culture.
1: All right. Oh. I feel
0: like American lunks
1: wear more crazy pants than... Oh, yeah. Zubas. Is that what Zubas. they're called? Yeah. Zubas. Man, I, wonder, I hope that guy, whoever invented
0: Zubas, put money in the bank. I hope that they said, you know what? This may not last. I think there's a real crazy story about... They were like a pair... Of brothers, and I think there was a murder. I think one of them oh, killed wow. the other one, which is a very, a very lunk move to <laughs> to happen. Like the yeah, did they ride motorcycles together? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: wait, are you saying
1: yep. Zubas were invented by the McCrary
0: twins? or the? I'm sorry, the uh, McGuire yeah. twins. No, there, but there were people who modeled their lives after the McGuire <laughs> twins. Right. Wow. And the, speaking of lunks, uh, of today lunks. is the Breaking news! Breaking Uh-oh. news! Today, this, this won't come out for two weeks. Mm. Today, one of our favorite lunks of all time passed away. Oh, I no. can't remember really? his name, but he was one of the <laughs> he was one of the bushwhackers, <gasps> one of the two Australian wrestlers that would oh. that were Australian and they come in the rim with the, like with their arms, <laughs> the, the crazy arm thing. Those the crazy guys were arm crazy arm thing, and their thumbs out, and and they were. They were Australian madmen. I think his name was Butch. Man,
1: those guys were super Lunks, weren't
0: they? Uh, uh, Those guys were the original Lunks. Yeah. Welcome to the International News Service. We're your hosts. I'm Kevin Harrison along with... I'm Brian Camp. I am, shout out to Butch, Robert Butch Miller of the Bushwhackers Memorial Leader Society and Lunk Extraordinaire. Lunk Esquire. <laughs> yes. Mike Weeby. Mm-hmm. Lunk Awareness Day. We are all lunks. Oh yeah. You might even know a lunk. You mm-hmm. you might even know a lunk out there. And today, maybe let me go ahead and give that lunk, treat him to an extra creatine shake. Wow. Right. Generous. So this week
2: we
1: have a news story, a bonus story for our Patreon listeners. Okay. All right. Well, we already got a little bit of a little story from Mike with just a Bushwhackers update. Are the Bushwhackers the most famous Australian wrestler? And is this oh, to to our Aussie be. listeners? Is this like Hulk Hogan dying? Is this? Oh, oh, is this? I don't want. I don't want to minimize the death of
0: an Australian icon. They were not only the most famous Australian wrestlers. They were the most famous Australians. I
2: don't think that's right.
0: There's, there is a chance.
2: I don't think. I think his name was Butch was the most famous Australian uh, ever.
0: You hmm. never went on a tour with them oh, in Southeast Asia. You never went on oh. the <laughs> Lungs Erroneous <laughs> tour.
2: Lungs- nice, nice Lungs- artist. Uh, Lungs- Arun-
1: <laughs>
0: <camp laughs> reference. We... Oh, I forgot that Erroneous. And then, and then of course, obviously, obviously, they headlined the Monsters of Lunk mm, yeah. Festival in Kansas. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kansas seems like a big, a, a Lunk friendly state. Uh, it's very Lunk friendly. Wow. In fact, some of the earliest Lunks settled there. Yeah, a lot of Lunk culture. Oklahoma Lunk Rush. <clears throat> A bunch of dudes in crazy pants on the borderway <laughs> just, just start running they, with their thighs out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's where that comes from.
0: <laughs> it was guys in crazy pants, and then they were actually like, and they didn't have horses. They had no. like, uh, like covered wagons, but it was just a guy with crazy zubas on yoked <laughs> yeah. up to it.
1: Yep, just screaming, "Come on!" at himself. God,
0: Come on, God, <laughs> slapping himself in <laughs> the inner thigh. So this this next story may be a lunky story. I'm just going oh,
1: well, to throw that out there. Lunky for us. <laughs>
2: so uh, this story comes to us from CNN. Mm,
1: uh, Clinton News Network. Yes, yep. that's what it stands for. Thanks for nothing, Ted Turner. Mm-hmm. So
2: this story was sent to us by multiple people. So it's pretty clear a number of our listeners know about it, but they want to hear the real story from INS. Yeah.
1: Okay, sounds right.
2: Since at least 1951, a number of explorers, researchers, and scientists claim to have eaten the meat from woolly mammoths discovered in frozen Arctic permafrost. Ooh. Most of these stories have been debunked or can't be confirmed, but that may soon change thanks to an Australian startup called VOW. VOW. VOW's goal is to show the potential of lab-grown meat and ultimately make meat eating habits more friendly to our planet and the company's first step to this goal is growing what they call mammoth meatballs oh all right (laughs) the company says it was able to produce about 400 grams or 14 ounces of woolly mammoth meat but the company's chief scientific officer said quote normally we would taste our products and play around with them but we were hesitant to immediately try and taste, because we're talking about a protein that hasn't existed for 5,000 years. Unfortunately, digging a little bit deeper into this story revealed something different. These meatballs were mostly composed of lamb. Scientists on the project didn't have access to mammoth DNA, so they built their own using a publicly available genomic sequence, which was incomplete, so they filled in the gaps using the genome of African elephants. (laughs) Or, as one researcher explained, the amount of mammoth genes used in the meatball, quote, it's one gene out of 25,000.
0: Hmm. Well, first off, you said... I said... That they said... That they said... That mammoth meat hasn't been tasted in 5,000 years?
2: Yes, that's what they
0: said. Well, uh, last time I checked... The most informative science book on the face of the earth, the Bible. <laughs> yes, Earth's only two thousand years old. Oh, yeah.
2: well, no. What, what, what oh, about the Old the Testament point. happened before the year zero, right? <laughs> yeah, like Jesus was born in zero, but there's there's half a Bible that happened before that.
1: Oh, okay, Kevin. Where show me where where in the Bible does it talk about mammoths? Okay, smart guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, how about that? How about that? Uh, it talks about unicorns. Catch me outside. Several times, (laughs) catch me outside. How about that?
1: Everybody knows that those mammoth corpses are just the devil playing tricks on humanity to try to steer us away from the inspired word of God, Kevin.
0: So, uh huh. Well, yes, the meat, yes, Mm -hmm. you know, muscle that which is which is meat, Mm -hmm. yes. In its purest form. Mm-hmm. So do they? Do they have like a hunk of flesh uh, and meat that is like I guess blood is coursing through it, and there's just no mammoth head in order to eat the meat. Oh, is it like, like a like what they create? Yeah, how do they create it?
2: No, they just they literally just splice genes and grow the meat without the animal.
0: But isn't part of the meat the fact that it comes from these? little stringy what i don't know whatever muscular muscular tissue which is these fibrous stringy things i don't know oh, how to describe it saying. so but right. like and that is fed from blood from like i'm not saying that there would have to be i've thought about this before Wait, and they talk think, about like lab grown meat hold on hold on hold on i have a question do you think mammoths are vampires well they got fangs <laughs> they've got giant they fangs mean. is that what you're saying they could, they, they, they could be yeah <laughs> What neck
2: are they biting into? That's big enough for that.
0: A T Rex. That's why they died. That's why they died out. <laughs> yeah. Then they killed all the T Rexes, and then they died okay. out. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Go on
2: with your question.
0: I don't know. I've, I've wondered this about lab-grown meat. Uh-huh. The idea being that I can see how you could create a sort of a vegetative creature with no head, even right. right? That somehow uh, create some sort of a heart that pumps not even necessarily a a literal heart but some uh-huh. sort of a machine that pumps blood to these like lumps of flesh that there are these muscles that uh-huh. are kind of grown around and that's what and if you could continually do that that's how lab grown meat would taste or maybe made uh-huh. so i i think one that would be uh-huh. super cool if they did that if they like <laughs> had like cyborg animals that they then slaughtered right well, I, I think, think that's what they, what they did in um <laughs> In Alien Four: Resurrection, oh, yeah. was like a, there's like a room where they had like created these kind of like lab-grown kind of human torso hosts for not the face huggers, but the aliens right. to pop out of, right? Or for the face huggers to go, whatever. It was like they the the bad guys, the corporations. Yes, I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> yes, whoa! That everybody's all like, oh, Alien in the Aliens. That's the bad guy. You know mm-hmm. who the real bad guy is. Corporation. Paul Reiser. Well, again, guess what he represents?
2: Mad About You?
1: Corporation. Whoa. You know, I, I never put that together, Mike, but you just... Helen Hunt. I, I, I Now I'm thinking of aliens in a different way. It's a pretty uh-huh. deep movie if you think yeah. about yeah. it. I think... So you know how they make chicken nuggets at McDonald's from just like a slurry that they form into, and as it cooks, it, it takes on the form of meat. I think when they do lab grown meat, they're creating a slurry that they then form right. into okay. meat product. Yeah, I don't think they do like a. They don't have to create a, a nesting site for.
2: Right, it's a like parasite. the mini the mini brains we've talked about before. Like you can now, grow just <laughs> like, specific kind like of like Kang?
0: Kang. like krang. Yeah, like krang.
2: Oh yes, like krang.
0: Then that means that they'll never have like mammoth steak. It'll just be yeah.
2: I mean, I think eventually you could get that specific, probably. But that's, you know, years down the road. Because you could probably 3D print. Like, that's the thing, is they already have uh, ways to 3D print food. from. They just have, like, kind of the basic elements of what it is. And then they could make it textured. I think we actually covered that, like, maybe in, like, week 10 or something of the show.
0: Is that how they make food on Star Trek Deep Space Nine? Well, no, they have the replicator. Oh, is that what it does? It's just a 3D printer. Is that a replicator, just a 3D printer? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, I guess so, kind of. So mm. my question for you guys oh. is, would you, you're going to uh, the restaurant, they're offering sure. lab-grown mammoth meat. Yeah. you say yes or no?
0: No, because it doesn't sound good. Yeah, I <laughs> would just stick with elephant. Anything that's made out of slurry, I don't uh-huh. want. Right. Yeah, well. That's a good rule for life. Yeah.
1: I think we're skipping over the fact that your story debunks the notion that this is even mammoth meat at all. Yeah. Now, if I was, yeah, it's not. If I was exploring a glacier and I found a tuft of fur that I didn't trace back to an entire or even a partial frozen mammoth, right? And I could carve off a, a hunk, I'd eat that. Okay. I'd cook it first, but I'd eat it for yeah. sure.
0: Or if you were able to take one of the mammoths. That they've already found that are like complete and whole. It's not even like, uh, oh, it's some dinosaur blood inside a mosquito trapped in amber. There's like mammoths that we've found that are like, oh, this is.
2: They've never found a
0: mammoth trapped in amber. That's never happened. Not not yet. (sighs) Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. If you were to, but if you were to swim to the bottom of the La Brea Tar Pits, there would be a mammoth trapped Mm -hmm. in amber. Probably right next to a grief baby.
2: Yep. Ouch.
0: <laughs> yeah. So our next
2: story. Hey, I'm not done. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. What do uh, you got? So, <laughs> yes. If if they Is were it... able to to clone a mammoth, uh huh. Okay. And then kill it. Okay. Yeah, which would with be cool. We can all agree on that. Only yeah.
2: if they kill it as though they were, you know, ice aged hunters. I feel like would be with an Adelatal.
0: Yes, with that Adelatal. Adelatal. Then that would be pretty cool. And then you could just cut off the head again. I've I already got it figured out. You just okay. have a headless mammoth mm-hmm. that is replicating body parts all day long, and then you eat those. And listen, it doesn't have to be trapped in amber. Because yes. they would have to alert everyone if that happened.
2: Why would they have to alert everyone?
0: Because it'd be an amber alert.
2: <laughs> no. Our next story comes to us from Sora News 24, a Japanese news website
0: yeah, run oh. by George Soros.
2: Uh huh. I,
1: I, I hate this. Guy. I hate him. I said the guy is is the uh the the publishers of all things JR West.
2: Well, no but oh uh I think I didn't JR West stories chips. from this. Yes. But uh this might be the naughtiest
0: story we've ever done at Oh. Mm. Uh, uh ladies and gentlemen, send send the people anyone under 21 out of the room because this is INS after dark, <laughs> normally family friendly, not tonight, not tonight, not fucking tonight, not fucking God tonight. damn it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so
2: according to Japanese legend, a demon sought revenge on a woman who rejected him, her vagina and biting down on her husband's penis so they would be unable to do it. The woman then paid a blacksmith to create a steel phallus, which she inserted to break the demon's teeth, and this ultimately restored her fertility and, presumably, her sex life. Now, every April, visitors from around the globe descend on a shrine in Kanagawa Prefecture to celebrate the Festival of the Steel Phallus. The event is populated everywhere by giant phalluses and vendors selling all sorts of penile propaganda. I'm sorry, penile paraphernalia. I don't know if it's propaganda. Mm-hmm. The festival
1: in- <laughs> well isn't it all propaganda? <laughs> yeah.
2: The festival ended about two weeks ago, uh, which, when we're reco- as of us recording this, was yesterday. But something was missing this year, oh. namely its mascot, Gatchine. Gachachin is a parody of a popular children's cartoon character called Gachapine, who is basically a buck-toothed dinosaur. But instead of being a dinosaur, Gachachin is a buck-toothed penis. And when we get to the end of the story, I'll, I'll give you a comparison. Uh, also, the word "gene" is slang for penis. Apparently... The event's organizers tweeted on March 18th, saying they had no official mascot and no ties to Gachachin. But I dug a little deeper into the story, and it turns out that Japanese copyright infringement laws are really strict. And the organizers, while not afraid of giant walking penises, were just afraid of getting sued.
0: Wait, you're telling me... (laughs) Yes? Yes. That yes. they had something called gotcha peen, right? But they changed it to well, gotcha cheen. Well, in Japan, they're so backwards that peen <laughs> doesn't mean penis, not in this instance, no. What it what because what they call it cheenus over there? <clears throat> no, they, they don't it call doesn't it even make any sense.
1: Those are hard hitting questions, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> the listener is being rewarded
0: this week with real tell me, go back to Uh the beginning. I need to understand this legend. Okay. Now, is it, uh, first of all, did this really happen? This legend?
2: Uh, Yes. 100%.
0: In what year?
2: Uh, it didn't say.
0: Right. Did it
1: kill the demon?
2: No, it just broke his teeth. I think the demon kept living in her,
0: uh, uh, in her womb. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. So, Let me understand this. Yes. This woman had a demon inside her vagina.
2: Well, she, Mm -hmm. okay. Demon is like, baby, I love you. Let's do it. Woman is like, no, I'm married. I'd never put up with that sort of thing. Demon says, I'm going to get revenge on this woman by moving into her vagina and biting her husband's penis whenever he puts it in there.
0: Mm -hmm. That happened. No, that's okay. That tracks. did, Did he bite off the husband's penis?
2: No, he would just bite down on it,
1: like a
0: like a,
2: to make it a little painful.
1: Oh, okay. So, what happened when he bit down on the steel phallus?
2: He broke his teeth, and then he was useless. Wait, but why? So he
1: he bit hard enough to break his teeth on the steel phallus, right? But on the husband's actual fleshy penis, he didn't do any permanent damage. This seems fishy. <laughs> I'm starting. To, I'm starting to
0: doubt this now. Why didn't, why didn't the husband just start butt fucking her?
2: (laughs) I mean, maybe, you know, the thing is the husband also needed an heir because it was, it was the feudal era. You had to, you know, the daimyo had to uh, pass on his, his lands.
1: So the baby grew up next to a demon that
0: tried to bite his dad's dick off.
2: I mean, probably he's, he's, he's helpless once he doesn't have any teeth.
0: Okay. It seems, but there's still a demon in her vagina.
2: I've got a picture of Gotcha, Gotcha peen here. What what do you What do you see?
0: I see it. He looks like a green. It looks like Gumby with googly eyes and buck teeth.
1: Okay, but he's a dinosaur.
0: Real Sid and Marty Croft,
1: as discussed last week.
0: Yes. Oh, that's that's Gotcha. That's the dinosaur. Gotcha Peen. That's yeah. the dinosaur. Well, this is still again. This is too confusing. They need to change the names on these. Okay. Well, uh, I'll show you Gotcha Chin now. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you see. Actually, the penis mascot <laughs> does not look far off from the the smog monster in Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Oh
2: wow. Okay. Or
0: just kind of like I any mean... any like kaiju villain, really. It looks like. Yeah.
2: It's weird,
0: but that, he does
1: have two penises.
0: Yeah, that he's a penis, and then His the
2: arm are,
0: is, is a penis, penis too. But it also it has just a got bicep one arm,
2: though, which is also oh, the other one
0: got bit off. Yeah, the other one got bit off by a demon.
2: Uh, oh, nice. Good point. Good point.
0: Huh. Well,
1: you know, I think if they hadn't used the a play on the name, I don't think they're that close. Yeah, I don't either. Otherwise, it's just. This is one of the many dicks wandering around the festival.
0: All right, how come we don't have any more cock-based festivals what you... over here? Do we have? Do we have any? I'm trying to think. uh, the uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> got him, <them. laughs> got you, <laughs> you stupid right. fucking jocks. Good job. Never let go. That'll fucking show you. You, <laughs> you know. Fucking make fun of me. Make fun of. Make fun of my make fun of my red hot chili pepper shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds that would be the kind of music I'm, they'd like. I'm pretty sure that this actually was happened. Before, this was before they were likable by the mainstream. Right. Oh, I see. They were a skate before... rock speed funk band. <laughs> they were. That's the worst description of a band ever, but it's accurate. They were classic California speed funk. Mm-hmm. I
2: remember in high school, like when they played Lollapalooza, and this girl was like, oh, did you go to that? Because this girl's wearing a t- Lollapalooza t-shirt, and the other one's like, yeah. She, all, all she could ask was, did Chili Peppers bassist wear any clothes, or was he naked?
0: Well, he was. He was wearing. He wore a diaper. No, he wore a sock, she said. He wore a diaper, and he shit the diaper. He wore a sock over his dick. It, and he threw it to the crowd. He threw <laughs> it into the, the dirty diaper in the crowd and said, if you guys don't, if you guys don't uh, rip this thing apart and smear it all over yourselves... I won't play. Mm-hmm. So the crowd had to do Whoa. it. I'll never slap this bass again. Yeah. And everyone mm-hmm. did it. That's <laughs> yeah. how powerful rock stars were. They're right. always getting crowds to wow. eat puppies or, uh, yeah. you know, smash you, smash yourself in the inner thigh. <clears throat> <laughs> All back to our Lunk friends listening. Yeah. This week's for you. I love, I mean, I love my Lunk bands. you know, Papa Roach. Yeah. Hmm. Roach. Uh, who, who else? Kenny Loggins and Messina. Oh yeah, Loggins and Messina. Are they a lunk band? Oh yeah. All right. Is ceiling a lunk activity? I mean, the lunks. The lunks looked a little bit different back then, right? But...
1: No, I mean, I get it. Is Christopher Cross a lunk performer?
0: Oops, oh lunk? God, yes. <laughs> Well, I'm not even going to ask about Hall & Oates. I'm pretty sure that Hall & Oates is... Yeah, I mean, listen, he wrote... a. Yeah. Christopher Cross has a whole song about how badass this hardcore alcoholic was named Arthur. You mean Dudley Moore? Mm-hmm. When you get caught between the moon and the city, <laughs> the best that you can do...
2: Was that Liza Minnelli? Yeah. The best that you can do
0: is and down. Um, that movie was a big hit.
1: Have you seen it recently? (laughs) Yeah. No. That's, I feel like we would be, if we ever were going to watch a movie and review it for the listeners, it should be films of that ilk, like Arthur. Arthur or Arthur (laughs) 2 on the Rocks. (laughs) Either one. Just inexplicably well-regarded movies that were almost positive or terrible. I don't think I've ever seen it. Here's, Here's a
0: weird thing. Other than Arthur. Okay. Was there ever... And he was in a fucking million movies. Was there ever a hit Dudley Moore movie other than Arthur? Ten. Ten. Oh, with Bo Derek. Ten?
2: Okay, name Uh, all ten of them. (laughs) (laughs) No, the movie Ten with Bo (laughs) Derek. Okay,
0: there was one with Bo Derek. What are the other nine? Okay. Santa Claus the movie that did not do well. I remember that being a big box office flop.
2: <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, the adventures of Milo and Otis, a movie in which twenty cats died. That
0: that sounds like a rumor. It seems a little much. Everybody everybody says that. I think that's so and the number always goes up. Yeah. They killed ninety seven cats and fifty two dogs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like the number of General E's on the Dukes of Hazzard. And then
0: the ones that, and then the, the, the couple that lived,
1: they threw him off a cliff at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they exhumed Walt Disney's corpse and
0: reanimated him just so he could throw. Yep. Was that, that was a Disney, right? I don't want to get that. No, I think it was a, supposedly it was a Japanese movie. There's no humans.
2: Yeah, it was Japanese and they There's no humans in it. For English.
0: Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe I've never seen it. Oh, oh man, no. it's really good it's um, uh it's oh, it, like father like son with Kurt Cameron I, that might have been a moderate success at best, but not a hit it might have it might have made money, but I don't think it was like a hit
1: only because Kurt Cameron was in it too You're
0: right oh, wait, wait, hold on,
2: hold uh-huh. on. oh, uh, this movie did not make money, but I say nevertheless, it scored
0: on video. Crazy people, also with polarizers. I like there's scenes from that movie that I like, but it, I don't. It was not. It was not successful. All right, Mike. First of all, how did you
1: see Crazy People? I'm I'm in my head. That is a movie you snuck into because that movie
0: came out in. It had to be the 80s, right? I think so. Late 80s, yeah. I think me and me and Scott Cox snuck into it. Okay, like a put nice. sneak in, probably. Yeah. All right, but it wasn't like it wasn't. It might not have. Been, it might have been rated PG-13 or something like that, because it wasn't. I I definitely wasn't sneaking in to see titties. It was just like, ah, like, uh, oh, that movie looks kind of funny.
2: He's in Mickey and Maud, where he marries two women, one of which is Steven Spielberg's wife.
0: Uh, I remember Mickey and Maud kind of. Did Dudley Moore drink
1: himself to death than in real life? Is
0: that how he died? Actually, yeah. no. What happened? Oh. He... Was it a, a Rod Stewart? He was... No, he was wor- he was I working can. out, and a bunch of weights fell on his head because he thought he was a lunk. He was trying to get it into the lunk community. But yep. he, he couldn't fucking hang. No, not at all. Not Arthur. And, but then, yes, yes. <laughs> when, when they did the autopsy, they found out it was the weights that killed him, but there was uh, seven gallons of cum. Stuck inside his <laughs> sticky, sticky cum, stuck inside his <laughs> his stomach. That they would have, you know, they would have had to pump out. He was, I, he just, he got cum drunk, and then just mm-hmm. went to mm-hmm. a, went to a, you know, walked into a Planet Fitness and over, overdid it. Overdid it. Yep, makes sense. So.
2: That wraps up another week of the International News Service. Find us across social media at International News Pod. Email us at internationalnewspod at gmail.com. Check out the INS merch store at Redbubble for meatballs made from the INS host DNA. Check out our Patreon, and don't forget to check out our subreddit at r slash INS pod.
0: We'll see you next week. Meatballs are the worst kind of meat next to meatloaf. Wow, I disagree. The guy or the... Both. Thank you for listening to the International News Service. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, INS, the news you need. Hello, this is Peter Paul. I'm one half of the Barbarian Brothers. Have you been suffering from lung discrimination? Have people told you that your muscles were too bulky? Have you ever been accused of being too strong? This is a problem for many of us, Lunks. But now you have a resource in the Barbarian Brothers. That's right. We will take and we will sue anyone who accuses you of not being a natty gainer and having poor form. So call us, the Barbarian Brothers. 1-800-444-LUNK. And we'll see you at the gym.